brothers and sisters, I want to speak about two things today and try and connect them. First is the way that goodness comes to be, uh, the, the theme of goodness and its relationship to love. And then I want to connect this with the power of our prayers for, for ourselves and for all those who we love and that we might be worried about uh, in the way they live their lives, uh, the way that living their lives may affect their soul and therefore affect their ability to, to find union with God. And so first of all, when we love things, we love the good that we see in, in something. Oh, we, our love is attracted to the goodness of things, be it God, be it in other people, be it in, in hobbies or whatever it is. The idea of the goodness, idea of the good is that which attracts our desire. That's how the good, good is defined. It's, 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 it can't be defined in itself other than that which attracts our desires. And uh, you can have apparent goodness, Things that uh, look like good to us or that attract us, but may not be necessarily good in itself. Uh, that's a whole other theme. But the idea that our love is attracted to goodness. Now, in terms of God, it's a reverse. We can't, you know, convince God to love us by trying to become good or do good things. Sometimes I think this is in the background of our spirituality sometimes. That we feel we can, can by by trying to live a saintly, holy life, we, we will attract God's uh, attention to us and that we would uh, almost try and convince him to love us. But this is fundamentally flawed thinking um, it, because God's love creates a goodness that it loves. <laughs> in other words, God doesn't, um, is not independent from the goodness in you. If you have goodness in you, or good acts that you have done. In fact, it's God's love that has uh, created that good itself. So when God loves, it creates a good that it loves. So, and this brings us back to the fundamental truth that God is the first cause we say, or he's the first um, source of any goodness that, that is done through us. Um, he gives us our freedom, which is a true good, uh, but he even gives it to us as a gift. Um, freedom that is real, but it comes from him. And uh, and that itself is a sign of his love. So if we understand that all the good things in our life, even the good things that we accomplish, especially when we do the things that Christ say, we know for a fact that is from grace. Uh, it's a sign of his love. And so when we pray for, now this is where I want to connect it with, with prayer. And when we pray for those who we love, um, when we we really just are so worried if you're a mother or father, or brother or sister or friend, and there's someone that really is in in a really difficult situation, you know, that you're worried about, then your prayer for them is already a good thing. And it's already a sign of the presence of God's love, that God is inspiring you to pray. You know, the, he, the goodness you have in your heart, God put it there himself. So if we start to understand on this most basic level, the causality of God, you could say, the way that God is so involved in things, then we would really start to see God more present in our life. Blessed Charles de Foucault is going to be ordained, canonized a, a saint this Sunday. So 
For the next few days, I'm hoping to dip in and out of some of his works so that we could at least be prepared to really be conscious of his canonization on Sunday. And, you know, he says something about prayer that, that, that is very encouraging, especially for, he talks about sinners. We're all sinners. So we all have the ability to move off track. What is sin? Sin is just basically from the Greek word to miss the mark, to miss the bullseye, to, to miss union with God. So we all have to pray for ourselves because we're all sinners. But especially sometimes we see people that we love who are living contrary to the gospel, who, who are little, literally choosing things that we know from a higher point of revelation, from, from what God said to us is self-destructive, that affects their soul, affects, affects who they are fundamentally and affects their union with God. So he says that our Lord came to find what, which was lost. He leaves the sheep that are safe in the fold and sets out to look for the one that has wandered away. And let us do like him. And since our prayers are a force, and since they are sure to obtain what they ask, we should fly to the rescue of, of those who we love. Through our prayers, we can do the work for which our divine spouse came on the earth. Those of us who are not already dedicated to the apostolic life should pray for the conversion of those whom we love. Because prayer is almost the only means. So sometimes we, we can talk blue in our face, we can do all our best, but at the end of the day, the most powerful, real thing we can do for those whom we love is pray. Prayer is a real force. And this is where then we should step back with a bit of peace, surrender, and, and know that your prayer is actually the most powerful thing you can do for that person. And to stand on that, like what he's so bold in saying, that our Lord will said gives only to him who asks openly to him who knocks so the lord will give um grace if we knock